started today. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Hour to go. Mitch Holtis at the bottom of the hour, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what the music means. means it's time for our weekly conversation with our guy in Chicago. He's David Kaplan, ESPN 1000, NBC Sports, Chicago, and he is with us on KXNO. Hello, Capper, Trent, and Ken. How are you? I am good. How are my guys? Doing pretty well. We'll get into uh, your team, the Cardinals, tonight uh, in, in, a couple, <laughs> in, a, in a few minutes. want to start, obviously, with the Bears. Uh, Matt Nagy coming out at his press conference um, and still refusing to move away from the Andy Dalton experiment at the expense of getting the kid another start. So much better week to his second start rather than his first start. Uh, looked entirely different. Um, what's Nagy doing, Cappy? I don't know if he knows. I think he's a desperate man trying to hang on to his job. I had somebody I trust in the league, not with the Bears, call me yesterday. He said, hey, dude, I was listening to your show uh, on my app. And he said, I heard you guys mention, your partner said, this is all because he made Andy a promise. He said, I know Andy. I've talked to Andy. I can promise you. There was never a promise made that that guy would start. The only thing he was told when they went after him, he had narrowed it to the Bears and the 49ers. This is pre-trading for three number ones for Trey Lance's rights, or the pick that they used on him. He said Andy was told, you're ahead of Nick Foles. Right now you're number one on the depth chart. We may draft a quarterback. I don't know what we're going to be able to get done. But he also said to me, you got to understand something. Matt truly believes, and it's a different discussion, he truly believes Andy Dalton today gives him a better chance to win a football game than Justin Fields. Now, I disagree, and that's not a shot at Andy. That's praise for Justin from what we saw last week. Like that throw to Darnell Mooney, the deep mm. one, okay, that's a he's open. It's a good throw. The rainbow down the right sideline of Mooney, NFL quarterback should be able to drop that in the bucket. That's a good throw. The 28-yard out with three men, two of whom are blanketing Allen Robinson, and he throws a freaking dime right on the sideline. Not many guys in the league can make that throw. I'm playing the kid. Right there with you, Cappy. It becomes infuriating when you see that. Is it as simple as what you said? Nagy's just trying to protect his job? Or is there something else that could be afoot here? Something that we just can't see that he doesn't believe he really isn't ready? Uh, well, I think, and like I work with Olin Krutz, who I think will be someday in the Hall of Fame and should be in the Hall of Fame. Played 14 years in the league. He is unlike most athletes that I've worked with, and I've worked with a lot of them. This is not a shot at them. This is praise for what Olin Krutz does. That dude watches tape like he's playing center for the Bears still. Mm-hmm. Like he breaks down every play from multiple angles. He sits down and he goes, 
okay, here's what I'm seeing here. Why are you blocking it this way? Why are you not doing it? And when he looks at Justin, and he has said this on the air to me on TV, he doesn't know how to read an NFL defense yet effectively. Now, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes came out and said, in my second year in the league, when he threw for 5,000-plus yards and won the Super Bowl and was the MVP, I had no idea how to read a defense. I did not know what I was looking at. That can get you killed. And Olin said, you have to be able to go to the line, look, and go, that's the Mike linebacker right there. And that zero blitz they're showing is actually a fake, and they're going to drop back in because that's the interception he threw against Cincinnati. Zero blitz calls for this hot read. Well, guess what? That wasn't a zero blitz. It was a disguise. All of a sudden, that linebacker that was walking up to the line that he thought was coming, that linebacker's back exactly where that throw is supposed to go to beat it. That's good defensive coaching. That's an inexperienced quarterback. That's what Matt's talking about. Hmm. Uh, David Montgomery is on the shelf. Seems like four, five, six weeks or thereabouts that uh, the former Iowa State uh, running back is going to miss some time. He was off to a terrific start uh, in uh, in 2021. We don't know about Tariq Cohn. We have no idea what's going on there. I know Damian Williams was banged up. Uh, who's going to run the football, and how big of a loss is David Montgomery? That's a huge loss. Damian Williams has a quad injury. We have not heard yet today from Matt. He's supposed to speak in 35 minutes. He's not always on time, but we'll know at some point today Damian Williams' status. But David Montgomery, that is a huge loss. I think he's fifth in the league in rushing. He is the heart and soul of that offense. You watch how hard that kid runs. He came in in amazing shape. He's got an extra gear this year. And they gave it to him 23 times. If he doesn't hurt his knee, he would have finished with close to 30 carries. David Montgomery's loss is massive. When's the team need to know where Dalton is health-wise? You don't have to, of course, you have an injury report, but you can keep it under wraps a little bit here. When's the team got to go, and how are reps been going at the quarterback spot this week? They, So they're back at work today as install day. Okay. They have to game plan and install today. If he can't practice today, then you could pretty much bet he's not playing quarterback on Sunday. He was limited last week. Game time decision. We will we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. And then Saturday night it comes out. Bears released. Yeah, Fields is starting. Fields already knew he was starting. He took every freaking rap, uh, rep. So you have got to get – Andy Dalton's got to be with the, the ones today or he's not starting. Cap, uh, seems like uh, Robert Quinn um, is is a different player this year. Fair to say that they, I mean, really disappointed in his first year with the Bears. It, they gave him a lot of money. It did not work out well. Stuck with him. Uh, and maybe they're getting rewarded. He's off to a really good start in 21, Cap. He, he's got uh, four and a half sacks. He's not going to win NFL Defensive Player of the Year unless he continues to average a sack a game. But Robert Quinn is playing well against the run. He's putting pressure on the quarterback. He is doing a really good job, and you're finding out because he's healthy exactly what Ryan Pace saw in him. What do we know about Jakeem Grant? Kick returner, is that just because Herbert's going to be more of a running back more? Is that kind of the the leap to make with this one? Yeah, he's – look, he averaged, I think, nine yards of punt return a year ago. 
Um, he's got four three eight speed. He absolutely is an upgrade for them because the guy returning punts and kicks last week, I'm trying to remember the name of the punt guy we had back there. He wanted no part of it. No part of returning anything. And when you've got a window where there's an opportunity to improve your field position, hey, man, you better take a chance. So that's why they went out and traded a sixth-round pick in 2023 for this guy. Simba Webster was the name of the punt returner uh, in that one, and you're exactly right. He thought maybe that ball was a grenade or something. He was scared of it. Wanted no part of it. Interesting. Cap, let's talk some baseball. We'll save the Cubs for a minute. we got the White Sox and the Astros. Uh, They start, uh, they're the day game, right? Are they, they've been, yeah, they're relegated to the day, but regardless when the team, when the games are going to be played, Cap, I'm looking forward to this series. Houston's a really good team, as as you well know. I, I think the last time they played, uh, the White Sox won that series. Um, but when you look at Houston versus Chicago, what do you think the keys are for the White Sox to get to the ALCS? The question is, okay, Lance Lynn, I believe, is 0-6 lifetime against the Houston Astros. His ERA is almost five in Houston. Lance Lynn's a really good pitcher, but is that a thing? Is that just because he was on a bad team in Texas? I don't know. Is his knee healthy? I don't know. Uh, Lucas Giolito's numbers against the Houston Astros lifetime and ERA, and I believe in the ones, right around two, his whip, walks, and hits per innings pitch is .87, which is, I mean, beyond all-star level. So do you start him? Do you go with Lynn and then Giolito? Dylan Cease, is he moving into the three spot? And what is the health of Carlos Rodon? And if Carlos Rodon gives you two innings and it just doesn't look right, are you giving the ball to Dallas Keuchel, Reynaldo Lopez, Michael Kopech? And if it's Michael Kopech, then who's got that high-leverage seventh inning going into the eighth and ninth. Is it Ryan Tapera? What are we doing with Kimbrough? The whole thing has got to be sorted out. So that's my biggest concern. I think the offense will be fine. This Astros team that won it in 2017, the pitching's totally different now. Colin McHugh's gone. Verlander's gone. Granke's gone. Keiko's gone. Now you're looking at the pitching that they have. You have Urquidy. You have Framber Valdez. So... You've got an interesting rotation, but it's not any a rotation that puts fear into you like the last one did. I'm so intrigued by Michael Kopech and what he can be. I mean, this could be a guy that just becomes a rising star after these playoffs. What's the plan with him? I know they stretched him out a little bit more late in the season. Very well could it be, like you said, Lopez goes out, doesn't have it. Quick hook, and he goes in there in the third inning, and hey, let's let him throw 70 pitches and see what happens. Is it is it that... Is that a realistic spot for Kopech? Um, see, I'd rather be able to use on this team if and only if you tell me I can get 85 pitches, 90 pitches out of Carlos Rodon. I would rather know, hey, man, there's two men on in the seventh, and I'm handing the ball to Michael Kopech at 100 miles an hour. Good luck trying to hit him. Sure. That's that's me. Now, do I think a year from now he's in the rotation? Probably, because I don't think they re-sign Carlos Rodon. I don't. So this time, 
I would rather use him as a weapon out of the bullpen. Hmm. What's the buzz like, Cap, for the uh, the series to get back to Chicago? Uh, I believe Sunday will be uh, the first home game. What what kind of buzz is there for a White Sox playoff game in Chicago? There's a real good buzz. People are really, really excited to watch this team play postseason baseball and see if they can take a step. Last year they got knocked out by the Oakland A's. They changed managers. I told you guys you had me on a day or two after Tony got hired. I told you I loved the hire. Mm-hmm. They upgraded. That's not a shot at Ricky Renteria. That is high praise for a Hall of Fame manager. I think they have an advantage over Dusty Baker, and I really, truly believe this team, if the pitching's healthy, can win the World Series. Yeah, I mean, you, you said, Cap, when uh, when it was done, that LaRusse is coming to win a World Series uh, with the White Sox. You took a lot of arrows, a lot of flack for that statement, but here they are in the play. Hey, Ryan's a good uh, manager. Dusty Baker versus Tony LaRusa. Uh, pretty good. Go ahead, Chen. Sorry. No, no problem at all. I, I know you got a Cubs question. We'll get to that in a moment, but Bulls preseason, Blackhawks right around the corner. What kind of buzz is there? I know the Bulls, they're so important in that city. I but like it, the moves they made. It just doesn't. It doesn't trickle here like the Cubs, like the Bears. Even when the Bulls were great, it's just it's different in this market. What's the Bulls buzz like right now? Bulls buzz is really, really good. It's not like the 2016 Cubs going to opening day or sure. the White Sox this year opening day where, hey, man, that might be a champion there. I don't think anyone's thinking that's a championship team. What I do think is people are so – happy to see them come out of the wilderness and join the group of teams that feel like we can go to the postseason and then let's see what happens. And last night was a preseason game. I get it. The Cavaliers stink. I get it. The Bulls looked really, really good. Like Lonzo Ball, I mean, novel concept, Pax and Gar. Get a freaking (laughs) point guard. And this guy distributes it, and Zach Levine said, Oh, man, he makes my life so much easier. Because what was the criticism of Zach Levine? Yeah, empty calories. He could score, but empty points because he turns it over. We were asking that guy to have the ball in his hands, be a ball-dominant player on a bad team, throwing the ball to people who can't finish. How many times did he throw it to Lowry Markkinen on the wing and Lowry would miss the jump shot, and then the next time down he'd try something else and it'd get turned over, and everyone would blame Zach. I like where this team's headed. Hmm. Cap, what was it like to watch uh, Schwarber and Rizzo in postseason last night not wearing Cubs uniforms? Well, uh, here's where I'm going to pat myself on the back. So I was doing an event last night. I'm waiting behind the set to go on. I got an hour to kill. I'm reading on my phone, and I look, and something popped in my head. And I said, hold on a second. Garrett Cole, who I think is exceptionally overrated since They outlawed the sticky stuff. Hmm. Garrett Cole is pitching for the Yankees. Um, I was broadcasting the 2015 wildcard game when Kyle Schwarber hit one in the Allegheny River (laughs) off of Garrett Cole in Pittsburgh. Hmm. I wonder what the odds are on Schwarber hitting a home run tonight. And then I look and said, hang on a second, look at the career numbers for Anthony Rizzo against Nathan Evaldi. I wonder what it would pay if I parlay the two guys to hit a home run. Plus 1609. Cha-ching. I played it. I hit it. 
Last night was a lot of fun. Mm, I bet it was. Uh, Cap, we had uh, Matt Snyder from CBS Sports, the Chicago guy. I'm sure you've crossed paths with him. He thinks there's a chance Baez is, is on the Cubs' radar. A couple of weeks ago when we asked you, you didn't think that that was even a remote possibility. Where are you with Baez, who of the, of the guys that left town seems to be the one that has the best chance to come back? You said there's no chance. Where are you now? Any, any change? Have you moved at all on that? Matt's very good at his job. Tell Matt no shot. They're not bringing him back. Yeah, Not happening. Unless he calls and says, I'll take a one-year deal. Okay, then all bets are off. But if the if Jed Hoyer is meeting the media as we speak. Jed Hoyer said, okay, Anthony Iaposi hitting coach, out. Mike Borzello, catching instructor and game plan coordinator, out. And we're working on extension for David Ross, and we have money to spend. I could tell you that money isn't going in terms of a long-term deal to Baez, Rizzo, or Bryant. Say something nice about the Cardinals. That's what uh, I thought. <laughs> I hope they enjoy Los Angeles for one day. Yeah. Hopefully, Max Scherzer throws a perfect game. Justin Turner hits 11 home runs, and it's 69 to nothing. <laughs> Cap, nice. uh, good stuff. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you in a week's time. Thank you, Capper. I appreciate you guys. I love being out with you. Ditto. Good. Uh, have a good uh, day and the rest of the week. Thanks, Cap. Uh, David Kaplan, uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa, makes it possible for us to have Cappy on each and every week. Uh, they've got Iowa's best selection of stone veneer. Centurion Stone, I'm speaking of. Whether you're in the market uh, for natural or manufactured stone to accent or update your interior or your exterior project, any size at all. Uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa has a variety of styles, patterns, and colors. If that's something you need, visit centurionstoneofiowa.com. That's the website. You can visit the showroom, uh, which we thoroughly recommend because you'll be blown away. 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Mitch Holtis is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's with Trent and I when we come back on 1460 KXNO and 106. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a great offer this week for Week 5. Everyone should jump on this. New customers, you can bet a dollar on any NFL game, win 100 bucks in free bets if either team scores a point. That's right, just scores. Even a safety is going to win you money here. Last 0-0 tie was 1943. This one is a no-brainer. It certainly is, and DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with those new same-game parlays where you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs that you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Get out your phone, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code KXNO when you do. Just bet a dollar on any NFL game, win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? 
Global Direct Mail and Marketing is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project aahip.com building a better community doesn't happen overnight it takes hard work dedication and sacrifice it takes a team and it takes time that's why for 75 years we at ncmic have been here working for you and with you but this anniversary we're not just looking back we're focusing on the future on building iowa on the better days ahead, and on how together we can all start taking the path forward. The game all year long. Are you missing out on life's activities because of hip pain? Ask your orthopedic surgeon about anterior advantage hip replacement. To learn more, visit aahip.com. That's aahip.com. The performance of hip replacements depend on age, weight, activity level, and other factors. There are potential risks and recovery takes time. Only an orthopedic surgeon can tell you if hip replacement is right for you. To find an orthopedic surgeon in central Iowa that uses anterior advantage hip replacement, go to Yes, football season is here, but baseball season never ends. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. With portable pitching mounds and everything else you need for your indoor facility. Or help this fall getting your field ready for next spring and summer. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Go to VictoryMounds.com and stay in the sales.com. Just past 11.30 on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. He's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's Mitch Holtus, and he joins the program. Hello, Mitch. Trent and Ken, how are you? Hey, Ken. Hey, Trent. Doing doing well. Uh, getting ready for this Sunday night football Ooh. game, which is another game that feels like a playoff game. Doesn't it? I mean, it's been one after another. I know there's a little bit of a breather coming up in the in the weeks ahead, but four of the five, and, you know, the Eagles got a pulse, and mm-hmm. it was a home game. Man, Mitch, the Chiefs, yep. the start to their season. It, and as you mentioned, and here comes another one to a Sunday night when the Bills make an appearance. Well, let's put it in perspective. Since the beginning of 2020, these are the two most successful teams in the NFL. I think Green Bay's in there with them. But the Chiefs and the Bills are 16 wins, four losses since the beginning of 2020. But the Bills have taken it one step further. Now, the playoffs notwithstanding, the Bills have won nine of the last ten games by double digits. I mean, they're just wiping people mm-hmm. out. They have two shutouts so far this year. They just won 40 to nothing, uh, which is hard to do at any level. It's impossible in the NFL usually but this Bills team is actually better than the one that lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game last January. Team that continues to build and uh, read a story earlier this week about Stephon Diggs. As everybody retreated from the Bills to the locker room, he stayed on the field and he watched the Chiefs celebration and has used that as motivation this offseason. And 
certainly going to be in his mind on Sunday night as they make their way there. Buffalo, they're scary. They're talented. I thought there was going to be some kind of regression from last year. That has not happened. The Pittsburgh loss is kind of crazy looking back upon it here. Just how good, you said better than last year. Is this the best team in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you could argue the Rams are in that, and I wouldn't leave them out. Mm-hmm. But maybe just because I'm a little more familiar with the Bills and seeing how they've improved. They're better defensively, too, Trent. Uh, they've got um, Star Lutulele is doing a good job for them up front. But they're layered. In defense, you want it like a layered cake. And they've got Tremaine Edmonds, who's already a two-time Pro Bowler in four years. Mac Milano's a tackle machine. And they have Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, the Iowa Hawkeye. Uh, it's a good secondary. So they have players at all three levels. And they lead the NFL in most defensive categories. When you look at them from a balance standpoint, the star quarterback, they've got big play potential, not only in digs, uh, but they've added Emmanuel Sanders to this lineup. Uh, Cole Beasley's an effective. Dawson Knox, a good player. Mm-hmm. And you guys, they're the KXNO All-Stars. <laughs> I just need a Drake Bulldog. Otherwise, I've got the big four on this uh, Buffalo team. There, there's a Iowa ties all over this roster, including one of my favorite rookies in the NFL. I did a feature on him prior to the draft going, why do I like these guys so much? And they were generally in the Chiefs' kingdom. And one of them was Spencer Brown at Atlantic, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Eight-man football right on the Missouri border. Uh, and now he's starting at right tackle for the Bills in his rookie year. Well, he's... you'll see a Drake Bulldog when, you see when the Broncos play. Oh, yeah, they got and one at tight end there. there. Spencer Brown there. played eight-player football. And you see last week, Mitch, talking crap to former Hawkeye Desmond King, talking about how short he is. Spencer <laughs> Brown, just six foot eight. Yeah. He can talk a lot of crap to people. <laughs> Jeez. And you know what? He was such a great kid uh, at Lenox, Iowa. I went. I researched him when I did the the uh, piece on him, and he stayed true to you and I. Uh, when you and I mm-hmm. was the first to recruit him, and then here they came. Once the dude blew up and mm-hmm. became a deal, uh, here came all the Power Fives, and of course I went Iowa State. And he's like, "Nope, where were you guys before? I'm going to stay true here." And his dad gave him wise advice because people were saying, "Hey, you're going to get looked at if you go to a Power Five, and his dad said, if you're good enough, they'll find you. Guess what? They found him. And I love eight-player football. I love six-player football. <laughs> but Spencer Brown is a starting right tackle as a rookie in the NFL coming out of an eight-player program. And uh, so a big shout-out to the folks in Lenox, Iowa. I know that they're big listeners of yours. Uh, but the Lenox Tigers, baby, doesn't get any better than that. And what do you think? He played golf there, too. That's yeah, awesome. No like kidding. A six, eight dude <laughs> golfing for Lenox. <laughs> Jesus. I believe Trent and I are number one in Lennox, Mitch. Yes, I'm glad yeah, you brought yeah. that up. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you know what? Was uh, was last Sunday, was that Mahomes' best game of the year? Statistically, it had to have been, but overall, did you think it was? Yeah, I'll even go to one of his better games of all time. Wow. And you're thinking, wait a minute, he's had six touchdown games, he's done it, uh, and I don't want to give it, I don't want to be give it too much hyperbole here, but here's why. Because he maybe for the first time or a couple times, he showed their, okay, you're going to play two safeties back. Guys, he only had six incompletions and five touchdown passes. That's pretty crazy. And he didn't throw for 300 yards. To me, that's a good sign. Coach Reed and I were talking about it Monday night on the Kingdom Show where he was precise and he was effective. He was efficient, effective, and precise. And he cut them up. Um, So... Now, if that he's going to do that to you, you truthfully have to do pick your poison. So he he was on it, man. He was hyper-focused all last week. 
and the Bills, who played back in the regular season game, the Chiefs ran. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 161 yards rushing in the game in October in the victory in Buffalo. So what they do? They decided we're not going to have that happen again in the AFC Championship game, and they were feeling pretty confident. Remember, they were the hottest team in the NFL going into the playoffs and in, in during the playoffs, and then they decided we're going to challenge them. And then Kelsey and Mahomes, they just ate them alive. So the Bills have a decision to make here, but Mahomes had one of his better games of his career. Uh, I want to go back to stay stay uh, last week. I, I know that I saw it on Twitter. You and uh, you caught uh, Andy Reid after the game. You interviewed him. Yeah. Um, did did he let on? I mean, obviously the build up to going back to Philadelphia, the chance a hundred with both franchises that was on the table and uh, no longer on the table as you got the win and he got the win. Um, but but when you spoke to him post game, did he let on at all that? Yeah, this was kind of a bigger deal than I let on. You know, I know him. What he didn't say that uh, directly, right? But I, I know him well enough now, being around him nine years, Ken, that I could sense it. Yeah. He didn't have to say a word. I saw the same look on his face that I saw the day of the parade on February the 5th, 2020, and after the game in Miami after winning Super Bowl 54. There was a tinge of relief, but mostly there was joy because he knows that his work has brought joy to two fan bases. Even in that interview, I said I I couldn't help but look at the banners, like all the banners that he brought to Philadelphia – and he's done the same thing to the Chiefs. But there was just this relief of, like, is all my hard work and my passion and jumping in with both feet worth it? Um, and I sensed that in his persona during that interview. I could tell. Uh, it's the same thing I saw in, in uh, Bill Snyder when he did at K-State or Matt Campbell at Iowa State, when you're just bringing joy to your whole fan base. Uh, and so there was, a, there was a sense of satisfaction, but mostly joy. That's great, and uh, great to see that, and, and a guy that is very easy to root for, even if you're not a Kansas City football fan. Mitch, to this yep. weekend again, Buffalo, health-wise, banged-up defense, maybe showing some improvements. Neiman, he's got a hand injury, a couple other guys on that list uh, on the defensive side of the football. Health-wise, where is this Chiefs team? Two key guys, and we're still early in the week here at 11.40 on a Wednesday, but the two key pieces here, Willie Gay Jr., Mm-hmm. and Chavarius Ward. One of the big reasons the Chiefs lost the Charger game was they were just depleted at corner uh, because they didn't have Chavarius Ward with a quad injury, and two, they lost uh, Fenton, Rashad Fenton, during the game. Now you're down to your all you got left, basically. Like It's the French fries in the bottom of the sack, <laughs> and that's nothing against Mike Hughes or, or DeAndre <laughs> Baker, but they had not been put in that. They, were, they weren't expected to be in the situation where they're going to have to do everything. So to get Ward back, plus they're smaller corners. They're just in these big, like the big receivers of the Chargers, who just bruised them around on plays that were on the numbers to the boundary of the field. So getting Ward back gives you a physical presence, both against the run and against a little more defense against those bigger receivers. Uh, but getting Willie Gay Jr. back, hopefully, gives you an athlete on the field that can play three downs. And that's an answer to when the Bills try to throw to Devin Singletary or the underneath routes that the Bills love so much. This is a good RPO team, and the Chiefs are getting eaten alive on the run-pass options, just getting destroyed, either on the quick, either the handoffs, or they pull it out and hit the slant in in lanes in the middle or to the uh, boundaries where they're really getting torched. So the RPO game's got to be mitigated, 
And one way to do that is get uh, Willie Gay Jr. back on the field. Mm. Last thing for you, Mitch, before we talk about Papa John's here in Central Iowa, just your your thoughts, uh, what, uh, I can't say 25% a quarter of the way through the season. Now there's 17 games. Before games into it, the AFC West, your thoughts on the division? I think it's for real. I think that uh, I know Denver's loss to Baltimore tempers that some, but that's Baltimore. That's, mm-hmm. what, I, that's what I told you guys last week. Uh, I'm not going to disparage the 0-9 teams they played, but... Baltimore's got a way of doing that to you. So I'm, I don't feel any differently. Now, Bridgewater getting back will be big if they can get him back, but I don't feel any differently about them. And that game uh, on Monday Night Football told you everything about those two teams. That was a playoff game. Yep. Uh, the, the Raiders are decent, and the Chargers are too. Really good, really good. AFC's rich. The AFC West is rich. Indeed they are. Uh, Papa John's, uh, let's talk about the Donaldsons, what they do, and what's cooking at Papa Well, we know what's cooking, but what's going on at Papa John's? Yeah, but I just kind of like to talk about them, particularly with the work they're doing with the uh, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and you can check it out online with their October specials, and they're what doing in that regard. But Sunday night football is big mm. for them. Um, they love, I mean, Des Moines, love, they're going to be watching this game, I'm telling you, and listening. Uh, but they're going to be eating pizza. So get your order in Sunday night. Maybe the earlier the better. Go to papajohns.com. Uh, but uh, hit your uh, – what's the one by Drake? 45th Street maybe? I got I got one more coming out of a Drake On University? 42nd University Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. yeah. The one on University. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then, of course, my one in Ankeny is my Go-to. second favorite. But anyway, check them out. Uh, Sunday Night Football and Papa John's. It sounds like a real – combination it does you know i just looked at your schedule you get thanksgiving weekend off how does that happen that the bye week is that late don't know i do not know but don't tell anybody don't don't screw up the no hitter <laughs> yeah really hey guys we got a no hitter in the seventh chance <laughs> a three round homer all right so talk to you next week thanks bud see you guys good to talk to you mitch holtz is the voice of the kansas city chiefs how does that happen that the bye week is on thanksgiving Pretty good one, right? I'll say. Yeah. Love that. Can't sign up for that any better. Oh, there's two teams. I don't remember what the other one is. I, was, I kept looking down the schedule and thinking, oh, where did I miss it? It's Thanksgiving that late. They're always done by then, aren't they? Maybe 17 not. 17 weeks now. Ah, there's your answer. Regular season goes through January 9th. Yes. Is the last there, Sunday. There's your answer. That has to be it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we will come back. I mean, I don't know how you're going to play this tonight. Oh, I got to play. Oh, you do? I got an angle. Well, and uh, played the same game partly that hit last night. Did you? I did. What did you play? I had a Valdi over five and a half strikeouts. Mm-hmm. And you got that uh, box checked early. I had a Red Sox just money line. And what was the third part of it? I think it was just combined runs like over six and a half. Uh-huh. Use one of those alternate runs. Got home a little tighter than I anticipated, yeah. but. Kind of went the Boston angle because I was invested a couple other places in the Yankees. So spread the wealth. Make a little profit. Oh, that sixth inning send. Judge was out by 10th. Boy, what a what a momentum shift. Didn't it feel like to, to oh, you yeah. watching the game? Here come the Yankees. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, just like yeah. air out of the balloon. Well, somebody just tweeted before they took their turn at bat that the, the Yankees live betting were up to 6-1. to one. Oh, wow. And then home run. And then... Uh, Stanton does what he does. Well, first, uh, Judge walked, right? Or did he single? But Judge is on, anyways. He's on. Yeah, and Stanton, boy, he hit the ball yesterday. He crushed those balls. In a lot of ballparks, he would have had three home runs. Yes. Clobbered them. Not in Fenway. No, not in Fenway. It's such a great place. It might be my favorite ballpark I've ever visited. Never been. 
It's unbelievable. Got to get there. Just looking out there in that monster. Mm-hmm. Hell, I've been looking at that monster since the 60s on TV. Yeah. And to see it in person, it was really cool. Got to get out there. Yep, you have to, Trent. Anyways, we will come back, finish things up. Trent's got a play that he's going to share with you. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 105.55. The Rookie Sports Cards in Clive gives you the best in the world of cards and signed memorabilia. Get into the collecting game with The Rookie for football, baseball, basketball, and hockey cards. From sets to individuals, signed jerseys and helmets, and their weekly bid board. Stop by The Rookie today, 9992 Swanson Boulevard in Clive to rip a pack of cards and have some fun. It's The Rookie Sports Cards. NFIB.com. Welcome back, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Seems like the powers that be at Iowa State realized they may have made a mistake and did their darndest to try and right a wrong yesterday by bringing Ryan Saunders in to speak to the team. You're going down this Ryan Saunders road again. One of the biggest buildups for the biggest letdowns. Well, they finally realized that, you know what, maybe there is something to this guy's basketball knowledge. Let's bring him in and pick his brain, and they did yesterday. For anybody that missed it back uh, during last winter, Ken came in with a bounce in his step one day. As it looked like the end of the Steve Prohm era was coming very quickly, he had a name that nobody had brought up. That's right. I was early on the train of John Beeline. I was throwing out names. I thought I had a couple of good ones. Thad Mata. Had some ideas. Mm-hmm. And Ken said, I have you beat. Wait for this. Mm-hmm. So we're up for almost 20 minutes. Was it that long? Did we kill a whole segment? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're building it up. And it's going and going. And I am racking my brain. Where could this possibly be going? Do you think I kept the audience, though? I, I hope so. I did. Yeah, you did. You did. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> and then I wanted to fall off and jump off a building because Ryan Saunders was going to be the one that was going to rescue Iowa State basketball. We just wasted 20 minutes, and that's what you came up with? Ryan Saunders? You've lost a step, Miller. Lost a step. Lost a leg. Well, they brought him in yesterday to speak to the team and maybe try to save the season. Well, maybe. Maybe that has to do with it. All right. Save our sports betting accounts, Trent Condon. What have you got? All right. So, looking at this game, I told you yesterday, right away when the line came out, I bet the Dodgers minus 210. Just to win. Money line. Where is it now? up to minus 240. So Holy you're, mackerel. Yeah, you're paying, I can't remember a, a wild card playoff game, anything oh. like this. I guess a team as good as the Cardinals right. have been over the last month. I mean, it feels crazy. Mm-hmm. But I can't take a hard-earned $5 and put it on these Cardinals <laughs> against Max Scherzer. I found a direction I think I like, though, because that price at minus 240, it's prohibitive, right? Yeah, right. Is playing the first five. Remember last baseball playoffs? Annuity. I was, I got on fire Uh betting first fives. So that's the direction that I'm going to go. Bet the first five number as opposed to the money line at that. Drops to minus 145. So if they're in front after five innings, you're only laying a buck 45, you win. And also probably going to play another one of those same game parlays. Uh Those are fun. Well, especially when you hit. Right. (laughs) They're not as fun, and I rarely bring them up when we're not winning, but... (laughs) And it looks like a lot of the books are doing that. I've seen a bunch of different ones. I saw a fan duel this week. They have one of those, all the goofy promos. 
I was uh, plus 45 and a half against Penn State. Mm. Of course, they have a you know minimum bet. But mm-hmm. all these different places, all the different companies that are out there, they're all searching, right? Trying to find the people to plug yep. in. And yep. DraftKings, I think, really has something with these same game parlays. They were a too. lot of fun. And FanDuel's had those for a while, though, haven't they? They have, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I saw Caesars has maybe jumped aboard maybe, with that. Maybe. Speaking of jumping aboard, uh, Circa jumps aboard tomorrow in 22 hours. 22 hours away. Yep, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. They go live. So that means Sunday morning when they put out their lines for uh-huh. college football the following week. And you think that something stinks? You can jump you on. You can jump on right away. I know more than the book. I got this one <laughs> right. beat. Uh, anyways, we are out of time, but Murph and Andy will be here in an hour and five minutes. The Fanatics at 3. It's Wednesday. That's Hawk Central tonight with Skinny Kenny and Chad Leistikow. We'll see who they have on, but that goes uh, at uh, seven, uh, 6 o'clock rather, tonight. Right here on Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KX and 106.3 FM. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Enjoy the wild card game.